0: On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, the Lightning extended Radish and Hagel this week, we'll focus mainly on Hagel signing. What does that mean for the Lightning in the future as they continue to navigate themselves around this salary cap issue? We talk about all that and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. Make you, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And this episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers could get $5 and get 200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. On this episode, we're talking about, obviously, the biggest news that I think has happened in this offseason. Um really Brandon Hagel being extended and and in, and in case you haven't heard so Hagel signed a new deal with the Lightning 8 years 52 million dollars with a 17 million dollar uh signing bonus which averages out to 6.5 mil a year aav uh that will go into effect during the 2425 season uh right now Hagel is in the last year of his contract that he signed with the when and when he was with his time with the Chicago Blackhawks, he is due to make about two point, probably probably two, two and a little bit of change. So let's call it two mil uh, this year. And I have to say my initial thoughts. And, and before we get into that real quick, I, I, I just want to say something right off the top of the show unrelated to hockey. I hope, uh, if you are somebody that is listening to this or watching this on YouTube and you were in the Carolinas or in Florida or any of the areas that were affected by this past week's hurricane, uh, and, and really got the worst of it. I hope this finds you well. I hope your family is safe. And, and I hope that, uh, you know, um, hopefully, you know, you're just safe and, 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 you know, that's it. So, uh, our thoughts here on Locked on Lightning, and I'm sure the Locked on Podcast go out to all those that were affected by this past week's hurricane. So just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, uh, if, if you are a listener of the show, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Mm-hmm. If you want to reach out and you're in one of those areas that was affected by the hurricane, you know, just want to talk about it. Uh, let me know you're safe or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm all yours. Mm-hmm. So getting back to Hagel. Obviously, a, a very good signing for the Tampa Bay Lightning and a very well-deserved signing uh, for Hagel to get some more money. <laughs> uh, first time this guy is going to make some really big-time money in his career. Uh, and, and well-deserved coming off a 30-goal, 64-point season uh, for Tampa Bay Lightning, which I firmly believe is is really what we signed up for, what Julian Breeze boss. Uh, thought of, had in mind when he traded for Brandon Hagel last season from the Chicago Blackhawks. And what I will say is that I think if I have to give a grade on this uh, for Brandon Hagel in terms of, you know, the potential versus the money, because like I said, this is an eight-year deal. Uh, So the Lightning, and, and Hagel's only 25 right now. So that that's the added plus there. Um, he he doesn't turn 26 until next August. He actually just turned 25. So uh, the Lightning really the the deal the 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 timing of this I think is is great. I think that if I put a grade on it, I'm giving it a A. I think the only thing that will make it an A plus is if he goes out and has a Braden Point type season and that or maybe 50 goals or whatever 40 goals 100 points whatever the case may be uh but the lightning signing him to fit, uh 50 plus million dollars i think for the next for the duration i think is really really a steal because when you look at what we have discussed all season long and really what we kind of saw spurts off last season when he came over from chicago was that really that he had that ability to, to kind of be like a Brandon, uh, excuse me, like a Braden point. And, and I'm not saying that he's going to turn into a 50 goal scorer. I think he's going to be a little bit more of a point getter. Um, and that also depends on, you know, where he's played, as we've spoken about extensively on this show, how I really think that Last year, it should have started, but definitely going into this season with with kind of Stephen Stamkos, you know, still somewhat in the prime of his career, but you're starting to see little splinters here and there of kind of that regression or that decline, whatever you want to call it, Um, as well as Hagel, as we have seen him uh, in past games, being able to play on the same line with Point and Kucherov. I think really it is. Very important that John Cooper, if you want to maximize as to get as much out of Braden, uh, Brandon Brandon Hagel as possible, you definitely want to put him on the first line with Point and Kucherov because I I think that he complements both their styles very well. I feel like he not only could score obviously as what we saw last season, thirty goals. I mean, you know, it's it's very hard as maybe as common as you have seen it especially in today's NHL with scoring being as high and as frequent as it is. I think really what it comes down to is that, you know, thirty goals isn't an easy thing to do in today's NHL. Everyone's faster, everyone's stronger, everyone's bigger. The goaltending is even a lot better than I think it was maybe 10 years ago. And I think that the Lightning, as do I, think that He's just only going to improve. Now, where his ceiling is going to be, that is still yet to be determined. Like I said, I I I firmly believe that maybe he is gonna be in the 40, maybe even 45, if he has a crazy goal scoring year. Um, but I think if you throw him on the first line with Cooch with Point. I think we could see 30, 35 goals out of him close to a hundred points a year. And for what you're paying the guy, I think that that is a steal. I think that the lightning, uh, I think Julian Brees boss have played this phenomenally well in terms of thinking of the long run. Now, if you've been a listener of this show for quite some time, you know, I'm especially with the lightnings cap constrictions that they currently have. It, it, you know it will improve as the years go on and and that's why i think that this deal is going to be an absolute steal for the lightning but i think that it i'm not as you as you know i'm not a fan of these deals initially you know the paul's the sorelli deal uh i i, I know that those deals kick in right away the sergachev deal as well um and you know we we're not exactly sure what Stamkos is gonna get after next year, next offseason. Um I I think that's a contract that I'm very stressed for. I don't think it's gonna be anything remotely close to seven. I think it's gonna be maybe tops five A A V, but you know we'll we'll get into that when the time comes but I think it's it's a good it's it's there's pros and cons with signing these kinds of deals, especially like I said where the lightning don't really have a lot of wiggle room. Where they're still, in my mind, trying to figure out what pieces fit, what pieces don't. Um, especially when you when you look at certain storylines that are revolving around this team right now. You know, they. I still think that that bottom that that fourth line uh, really, it's still shaping up. You know, it, there's a lot of potential there for it to be very good, but at the same time. You know what if it doesn't work out you always have to think about that you know what if the lightning to go out there and get a couple of pieces take on more salary and at the same time they don't really have a lot of trade chips as well so there's something about that to think about you know they did go out this off season and get connor sherry which like i said at the time and i will continue to say until he hits the ice and proves me otherwise i thought that was a very good signing but there's still a lot of, like I said, storylines revolving around this Tampa Bay Lightning team, about, around this roster as to how it's currently constructed. And that's why normally I'm I'm not for these long-term deals. You know, Paul, Nick Paul deal, I liked it in theory. I thought that he played well in the first year. He showed a lot of what he could do. Uh, going into his second year this past season, thought he played exemplar hockey. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev gonna be a cornerstone of this defensive um, defensive pack for the next 10, 15 years. Uh, Anthony Sorelli, future Selkie trophy winner, I believe now that especially Patrice Bergeron is out of the NHL, you're going to start to see a little bit more of what other senators uh, centers around the league can do and and you know you're gonna see some different names really in the mix. Every single year, and Sorelli's definitely that guy when he's healthy, could definitely be uh, one of the best defensive centers in the league. Um, but those deals, like I said, those guys, you know, Sorelli, I'm fine with that. We already know what he could do, we know what he's capable of. Paul, that deal, I wasn't exactly crazy about it, but I mean, all we could do is look forward. We can't really just dwell on it unless you know he just starts to decline very rapidly. Or we don't start, we don't see, we don't continue to see what we have seen from him performance-wise uh, going forward. But at the end of the day, and this is really, I think, the theme that we're not really hearing a lot. Um, a lot of it also has to do with the fact that it's the NHL offseason. There's really not a lot going on. So you're not really going to get a lot of press around it. And, and you know, not right now, but maybe in a couple of years, you know, Brandon Hagel, let's face it, doesn't really move the needle for a lot of people outside of Tampa Bay. But the bottom line with the Brandon Hagel deal and, and with all these deals, which I, I I think that, you know, we, we might, there might be some distrust with Julian Brees boss and his methods because of the whole Tanner Jano thing from last year. I'm confident that Janot is going to really show us this year, uh, what kind of player he was supposed to be last season. but I, I am firmly confident that that these deals, as long as the lightning continue to win, uh, continue to perform well, continue to make deep runs in the playoffs. These deals are going to be steals. Uh, and you know eventually, um once these these players really turn into, if some of them aren't already, I mean, we spoke about Brandon uh, Braden Point uh we've spoken about Anthony Sorelli but you know, the Nick Pauls, the Sergachevs, even the Radishes and the Hagels. Um those guys are the next, I guess, generation of leaders on this team. Uh Sergachev is already, but you know, as this core, the the headmans, the 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 Stamcoses, even Cooch, who, you know, I'm not, he's no spring chicken, but he's also not old by human standards or really yet by hockey standards those guys are continuing to age that's why it's important to lock up these guys especially with the cap going up hopefully in the next couple of years i mean we'll we'll still wait and see i mean i feel like this is a year-by-year basis but i feel like julian breeze boss uh signing these deals uh his projection is that the league will uh, move up the cap significantly. I think it's only going up by a million dollars this year, which really, it's really not that much. But at the end of the day, I think that this signing, especially this Hagel signing is going to be very beneficial. Now it might cause some issues if he turns out to be a superstar, like kind of the same tradition, what we saw with Braden point, you know, a lot of people don't know about him. And then he has a couple of great years and now he's exponentially, um, outperforming his contract. Hopefully we have that issue with Brandon Hagel, but that could be an issue that could bring on restructuring of a contract or whatever, but we'll, we'll cross that road when we get there. Let me know in the comment section below this, this video on YouTube, what you think about the signing. Do you like it? Do you think it's maybe a little premature? Um, Quite frankly, you know, I never want to get into an off season with a player uh, regardless if they're a UFA or RFA. I I never want to get into the offseason where they don't have a contract, especially if it's a player that you absolutely plan on bringing back. So, you know, I'm glad they got this done. And now it doesn't have to loom over the team's head or Brandon Hagel's head and we could just focus on hockey coming into the season. So we'll continue more on this topic after the break in just a bit but first i want to talk about our friends over at fanduel sportsbook now if you haven't heard fanduel sportsbook is america's number one sportsbook right now new customers can bet five dollars and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed plus all customers who bet five dollars will get a hundred dollars off nfl sunday ticket with youtube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you could bet on everything from spreads to player props and more and you know, I I'm, I'm already putting on that easy prop bet or that futures bet on the Lightning will be making the playoffs now. As for division winning, maybe depending on the All-Star break, we'll have that conversation if they're just out of it. Maybe I'll throw a bet on that, but definitely for those of you who are new to the betting game, you definitely don't want to miss out on this offer from FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season as well as the upcoming NHL season with an offer you don't want to miss. All right, like I said before, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. Uh, you could find us on our social media page at LO underscore Lightning on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, as well as LockedOn underscore Lightning on Instagram. Uh, you could find me on Twitter, danky dank, 8 I love hearing from all of you. Let me know your questions. Uh, I think I I had a listener reach out to me, I believe, earlier in the week about the Hagel signing. And I, I guess I, hopefully I answered the question kind of in a, a broad explanation and and hopefully i can continue to maybe clarify it or or at least build upon it as we continue to talk about obviously uh brandon hagel signing with the re-signing or signing an extension really uh with the tampa bay lightning so i i, I think that you know at the end of the day i don't know i i, I don't want to jump the gun and say that brandon hagel is going to be a replacement for anybody I would rather say that because who who in reality when we look at the players um, on this Tampa Bay Lightning team like I said the older ones uh, that are kind of I wouldn't say it towards the end of their careers because I don't think that really is a, is a good way to look at it uh, but Obviously the 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 name that comes up, especially with his contract being up next year, is Steven Stamkos. And I, I I just I don't think that Stamkos is at the end of his career. I don't but I also don't think he's playing till he's 40. Uh Stamkos is around my age. I think he's like 31, 32. I'm 31 myself. Um, but when I look at Brandon Hagel. And, you know, I I think this is a good conversation to have when we're talking about him possibly spending a good part of his career here. And especially what he has shown us and, you know, a lot of parallels between him and Braden Point. I think that he could go down as one of the better Tampa Bay Lightning players in the franchise history and and i know that's a lot to say considering the guy just really kind of had his breakout season if you want to kind of look at it that way um but it's true though when you look at his contract when you when you look at the contract and you look at what he has done and and if you've listened to this show really since day one same things are, have been said about Braden Point to a certain extent. The guy has gotten better every single year. Especially, you know, since he's come into the league. Really, you know, 2019, really not much of anything. I mean, he also played one game, so you can't really look at that. But if, all right, 2020, COVID year. Is that is that really something that you know you could really take into account i know a lot of people feel certain types of ways about the covid year with with a lot of players and you know whether they've had good seasons or not quite frankly i i i don't know i don't know how to view it objectively because the lightning were winning cups at that point they went on to win two of course but the the subsequent years after that you look at his time in the NHL, you and and, and you really try to look at it and judge and, and really determine whether or not was this something that was there all along, or was this something that really he just turned it on when he came to Tampa? Not saying he wasn't doing his best in Chicago, but was it really something that maybe Julian Brees Boss saw and and I know the conversation when he first came over and you know he didn't exactly light the world on fire he only had 7 points through 22 games his plus minus wasn't exactly anything to be you know touted about but when you look at him and when he when that trade was brought when that trade that brought him here you know a lot of people were saying with his time in Chicago he had 21 goals there Was that him or was that him playing with Patrick Kane? And I was a lot of, I I think I was in that camp, honestly, that thought maybe it was just him playing with Patrick Kane. But then this past year, you know, there was a lot of situations and, and, you know, one can make the argument, well, when you play on a team with Braden Point, Kucherov and Stamkos and all these stars that the Lightning have, you know, your numbers are going to be a little inflated. Well, I I call BS on that because when you look at the year as a whole, and the only way you can look at the year as a whole is when, from the beginning, who he played with. Um, Sorelli wasn't with the team until really November. He didn't really get going till I think a little later on, probably a couple months down the road. And you look at the second line for the Tampa Bay Lightning, I mean, it was... More so the Brandon Hagel show. I mean, Kalorn was there as well. Kalorn had a very, very quiet season in terms of, you know, he put up the stats, but nobody really paid attention to it. And and I think that, you know, really at the end of the day, and it goes back to the contract saying, is I think that this was there all along, you know, you you put hagel in a lot of situations you put him on a lot of different lines whether you know it be against a coyotes or or canadians or you put him up against you know a a oilers or or a vegas you know i'm just throwing out teams here or even in those top in in those big games against boston or toronto for the most part he's been successful he's been effective so i have reason to believe that you know this is going to go down unless he completely falls off the table or or he's riddled with injuries, knock on wood. I firmly believe this. this is going to be one of those deals that we will look back on in probably the next five years that will say, holy smokes, Julian Brees Boss not only nailed this, but this is one of the biggest steals in NHL history. And... I think the only way that that doesn't happen, I mean, stats-wise, if he's not hitting that 35-40 mark around there, putting up close to 100 points, maybe you could look at it as like, yeah, this was a vanilla deal. But at the end of the day, I I really think that this sets up the Lightning not only for the next five years or so, but it it really puts them – in a good place in terms of talent-wise because now they don't have to worry about finding a guy to complement Point and Cooch as Coast continues to get older, as Cooch starts to get to that age where we might see some wear and tear uh, rear its ugly head, where you could finally look at this Tampa Bay team, especially that first line, and say, all right, not only do we have the guys who could compliment each other, but could also solidify this line for the next five, eight years. And that's point and Hagel. And then you throw those guys on the wings and you move up Sorelli. In my opinion, as long as these guys continue to to grow and play the way we all know they're playing, in my opinion, this is one of the best first lines in the league. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that. I, I, I firmly believe that this this move will have implications not only money-wise but talent-wise for the next five to eight years. I'm curious as to what all you think. Maybe I'm looking way too long far into the future uh, instead of just worrying about this upcoming season. So let me know about that. Uh, and, and as always, comment on our YouTube page. And, yeah, we'll continue to look at Brandon Hagel and what his signing means for the Tampa Bay Lightning, especially – in this upcoming hockey season so wrapping things up on the show uh i just wanted to talk real quick about darren radish the signing with him i i really thought that that was a a good signing for the tampa bay Lightning, uh not only because obviously you're you're bringing him back and now at the time he's not really projected to to be in the starting lineup, which I just think it's because he's he's a little banged up and you don't know what exactly his recovery time might be. But at the same time, um, signing him for and, and just to, so anybody's not aware of what the numbers are that are with Radish right now. So he's in the last year of his contract as well uh, of a two year, one point five million dollar contract. Uh, this this contract extension that he got this year uh, will put him on the books till 2026, and he'll be making about a little over a million dollars next year, and then about a little over 800K uh, in 2526. And this is another guy, I think, that really, even though he's kind of towards the end of his 20s, about to be 30, uh, when this contract does expire... I I really think that his play in the playoffs last year alongside what we saw uh, him do in the regular season, which was really not much. It was only 17 games played, uh, three points plus minus of minus four. Uh, It was really what we saw in that series against Toronto is what really grabbed me. And that's because... The guy has had so much little experience at the NHL level. And then he comes in, especially in a pressure pack series where really the lightning aren't playing well, really leading up to the, to the playoffs. And then you go up against your division rival, uh, a Toronto team who was really set on just trying to do anything they can to get to the second round. And he goes in there, you know, Despite the performances of what his teammates had at that time, I, I really think it, it shows you something. I really think it shows you just the maturity level that he has. Um, I'm not saying that we're going to see some sort of Nick Pervix like season out of him. I think Darren Radish is more of the defensive side of, of, of a defenseman. We're not going to – I think – and I don't even think, you know, Nick Pervix, and we could have this conversation for another time, but I don't even think Nick Pervix is going to have a, the same season he had last year. He kind of, as we all know, cooled off as the season went on. But I, I, I think that Darren Radish, um, his ability, especially in, in really uh, pressure cooker situations where he – had the puck, I, there was a couple of plays. Um, I I can't remember off the top of my head, but I remember towards the end of the the series, it was five and six, where he he really did a good job at the corners of, of really just separating the puck carriers from the puck itself, and 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 really forcing turnovers and and, and really staying tight lipped in front of the net. And I really thought that that really shows a lot of maturity, and I really sh- that that that's really comforting, especially with when you have these question marks surrounding the, the lightning third line defensive pairing. Um, and, and I firmly believe that he will be on that third pairing, um, as the season progresses. Uh, like I said, he's, he's a little bit banged up right now. I, I, I think that at the end of the day, I think that the lightning will, regardless of maybe how other players are playing on that lower line, um, because let's face it, nobody wants to see Hayden Flurry playing on the third line for the Tampa Bay Lightning. That that's just that's just something that's going to be a nightmare for everybody involved. I, I firmly believe, you know, no disrespect to Mister Flurry, but at the same time, I mean, he was really a non-factor last season, and and I I think that the Lightning are moving past that, and you know, definitely I think you know signing Radish, extending him. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, it shows that they want him to be not only on this team, but to be uh, on on the team for the long term. So we will stick a pin in that and see how he does once he gets back from injury uh, and, and see what exactly uh, the Lightning's plans are for him. Because he has that ability. I think as the season progresses, you know, barring Nick Pervix. Either having a phenomenal season once again, or or maybe a Chernak injury, or or Sergachev playing out of his mind, or Hedman kind of having pretty much a, an identical season from last year. I, I, I think that this team is set up great defensively, depending on how it turns out defensively in terms of the, the pairings. I do know, I will assure you that Sergachev and Chernak will be together. Everything else, I think, is just a day to day basis, a week to week basis. Um, Hedman obviously will get his time on the first line, of course. I mean, he's been there forever, he's been one of the best in the league, uh, pretty much since day one for the most part. So, he's going to get that benefit of doubt, and and really, he's going to have to play just putrid hockey for there to be some sort of change. As for his defense, as defensive partner, Nick Pervix, I still think his job isn't exactly set in stone on that first line i think radish does have the potential from the little that we have seen out of him to kind of leapfrog him into that first line role as well as with that question mark on the third line with calvin DeHond. you know i i have no problem with him i thought that was a great signing bringing him in it's just the zach bogosian factor as we all know he didn't play that much last year at this and he also has a lot of miles on him so you know Is he going to be able to play a full 82 games? Answer is most likely not. Uh, What does that mean for that last line pairing? Uh, We'll have to wait and see. Obviously, Radish will probably uh, platoon that role with him to start off the season. But I, like I said, I firmly believe that Radish does have the potential to go all the way up to the first line if the situation calls for it and if he plays up to that level as well. Uh, So let me know what you guys think. Uh, in the comment section below, like I said, uh, do you like the Hegel signing? Do you like the Radish signing? And we'll probably see a lot more deals like this as um, players' contracts start to get to that that point to where, you know, the Lightning have to make a decision. Do they keep them or do they let them walk in a year? Uh, so I, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. But I also think that Julian Breesbach boss shouldn't get too trigger-happy with these contracts because then you could get stuck with a player no matter how little you may pay them you know you definitely want to hold on to every cent and spend it very wisely so in the meantime that's been it for this episode of Lockdown Lightning part of the Lockdown Podcast Network I'm your host Adam Danker I'll talk to you in the next one